What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand Janu Show. As you know, I am Brand Janu. Like always, on all podcast platforms everywhere, uh, Brand Janu Show. Uh, social media platforms, if you're on social media, uh, that is Threads, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Brand Janu Show. And of course, YouTube channel, Brand Janu Show, man. Uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoy, uh, tonight, man, because I am continuing my top 50 greatest rap songs to me, to me, uh, so this is, of course, Life in Times with Music, and I hope you guys enjoy this, man, and before I get into today's episode, which I'm gonna be doing my 42, my 40 through 31, uh, uh, songs. I'm going to uh, recap what I've already done. So, starting at number 50 that kicked off the list is The Message, uh, Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five. That was number 50. 49 was Dreams and Nightmares, Meek Mill. 48 was I Need Love, LL Cool J. Uh, 47 was Paid in Full, Eric B and Rod Kim. 46 was Moment for Life, Nicki Minaj. 45 was My President. Uh, Jeezy, 44 was Why by Jada Kiss, 43 was Shook Ones Part 2, 40, uh, 43 was Shook Ones Part 2, My Deep, 42 was uh, Kendrick Alright, and at number 41 that ended the last time I did it was Country Grammar Hot Shit Nelly. <sighs> now let's get into it. Kicking off this list tonight is number 40. And that is Scenario, A Tribe Called Quest, man. Hey, man. This song is so legendary, bro. That beat, uh, the lyrical ability of all of them. Rest in peace to Fife, dog. Uh, yeah, man. This whole That whole song is legendary. I mean, that is literally the starting point. I mean, even though he technically was already... Uh, in the game, it was already making songs. Uh, this was really where everybody really heard Busta Rhymes, and he took over, man. Um, I literally just listened to this song, and I still can't get the, the rhythm of it all, man. His his lyric, his uh, his verse, what he said, as I combine when the cool down the mind, heal up, will up, bring it back on the wine, pop for impact, boom. Like, yo, that shit, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, that shit is them, man. You know, Q-Tip, Five Dog, man. A Tribe Called Quest is one of the greatest uh, rap groups of all time, man. Uh, and this song was a, it was one of those, man. Tribe Called Quest got a lot of great songs. Can I Kick It? All those amazing songs. But Scenario is like a song that still legendarily is recognized as one of those songs that you just remember where you were when you first heard it. And I will be 100% um, remiss if I didn't say, man, if it wasn't for that song, I don't know if we have bust. Maybe we do get bust, you know, but but the fact that he came in on that song, it just absolutely ate when you have literally legendary rappers like Q-Tip and Five Dog. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. One of the best songs uh, ever in hip-hop history. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely, man. Scenario is number 40. 
on this list. Speaking of another great group that comes from New York, because at number 39 is the one and only The Locks. And that song that they have on this list for me personally, of course, is Money, Power, Respect, featuring Lil' Kim and DMX, man. To say this is the first, you know, you know, first song, I guess, uh, for the locks, even though they were already kind of made men and bad boy and all that. This song launched them into another stratosphere because of who and what they were on the song, who and who did, who and what they were featuring on the song. DMX was a made man at that time. You had also Lil' Kim, who was regarded as one of the greatest rap, female rappers of all time. So that just definitely solidified how great this song was. And then all three of them dudes, Sheik Luke, Sheik Luke, uh, Styles P, Jada, like Jada, who's probably one of the greatest ever do it. Styles P, who should be also in that conversation, one of the greatest ever fucking do it. Jada's already been on this list with his song, Why? But those those three together, man, are legendary rappers, man. They are goats in the game. Again, another great group. Lil' Kim, of course. Like I said, one of the greatest female rappers. And, of course, the late great DMX, man. So for the, all three of them, and, and I think they were still part of Bad Boy at this time. I don't think they had left just yet uh, to go back to Rough Riders. But, um, yeah, man, that, that this was the first time you heard the locks to, like, in this type of situation, man, they killed it, man. So definitely, man. Coming in at number thirty-eight, feeling all nostalgic tonight because this is literally, you know, a nostalgic feeling episode. Um, coming in at number thirty-eight. Speaking of another debut track, even though technically this person again was already out, but this was really the coming out party of this person, and that is the rain, super duper fly. Missy Elliott. Now, I love Lil' Kim, but I love Missy Elliott. Mr. Mina Elliott, man. One of the greatest female rappers. One of the greatest rappers. One of the greatest musical minds. We don't really give her her perfect, like, her flowers like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this woman was a writer, producer before she became, like, an artist. Like, she was writing songs and producing shit for people before she even became the artist Misty Missy Miss uh, Missy Elliott. And the rain was one of those examples, man. The rain super duper fly. I remember the video. I think everybody removed that video, man. When she pulled up in that the camera. Like it was like a time where Bus and her were always in like this 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 way they like they made the camera be. Like it was such a like an animated thing, but like it fucking worked, man. Super Duper Fly is one of the greatest uh, debut singles of all time, man. It's not, I'm not just talking about men, female. It is one of the greatest debut singles of all time. I can't stand the rain. Like that shit, that hook, oh, that sample is just, it's just like, come on, bro. Timbaland is one of the greatest producers ever. And Missy's one of the greatest uh, musicians ever, one of the greatest artists ever. Like I said, uh, we don't really give her her flowers, man. And we need to, bro, because she is, she's one of them. She is definitely one of them, man. So, yeah, man, Missy is definitely on the list. Rain, Super Duper Fly, Beep, Beep, Who Got the Keys to the Jeep? <laughs> yeah, man. 
Yeah. Can we get freaky tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. This shit was, yeah, legendary, man. Like I said, I must be feeling nostalgic today because, like, number 37 is I'll be there for you. You're all I need. Met the man featuring Mary J. Blige, man. Listen, this is really the quintessential change of the guard in hip hop. When hip hop artists started to work with R&B artists and they used to create shit. This is the song that I think really made that 100% obvious. Method Man, of course, one of the greatest to ever do it. Part of one of the greatest groups of all time, Wu-Tang Clan. He staked his claim to what his greatness was with a little help from Mary J. Blige. Of course, the Queen R&B soul, man. You cannot knock this song, man. It's probably one of the greatest songs in hip-hop history, to be honest with you, man. Like I said, it literally launched a lot of people from from not only talking about hip-hop in a sense of it just being, you know, rough and rugged, especially at this time in hip-hop. You didn't really have, you know, you know, too many of these songs at this time in hip-hop this literally solidified that hip-hop was different, and it could go into different avenues. Like I said, it was the first time that R&B, hip-hop and R&B really collabed and made that type of record, man. And she, and this song is probably the perfect example, man. Taking a legendary sample from Marvin Gaye, you know, so it just made it even better, man. This song is probably one of the greatest uh, collaboration songs of all time in hip-hop history, and it'll be for me, it'd be remiss if I didn't put this song, you know, on this on this list. Come on, man, you, you know I had to do it. So yeah, all right. So coming in at number thirty six on the list is the one, the only, the block is hot, little Wayne. Okay, cause y'all know, you know me, you know I grew up in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. So the block is hot by Lil Wayne. It's literally one of the greatest hip hop records of all time. Why it launched the man into stratus? It launched the man's career as a solo artist. I can't say it launched his career career, but it launched his career as a solo artist. And at that time, when you know Cash Money was pretty much a Juvie, BG, Big Timers, Hot Boys. You know, Lil Wayne was just the young guy on the team. And then he transformed and became the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, The Block is Hot is one of the greatest rap records, debut rap records, solo rap records ever, man. I know a lot of people going to be like, Wes, you, you saying that because you're a Wayne fan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I am. I'm not going to lie. I am. Uh, but to see where Wayne's career has gone since then, you cannot knock the fact that The Block is Hot if we heard the block is hot, and we were like, yeah, that's a hit. That, that, that's hot. To literally imagine that the man would go from that to now being one of the greatest to ever do it. If it wasn't for the single, we wouldn't have Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's one of those, like, damn, man. Like, if it wasn't for this song, we wouldn't have, you know, Wayne be the way he is, man. You know, wouldn't have started the legendary status that he has become. One of the greatest to ever fucking do it. So, 
Yeah, man. I give uh, the blog is hot. It's definitely on. The blog is hot. Damn, show on my list, man. Coming in at number thirty-five. I spoke about him earlier on the list, and he comes back into the list this time by himself, and that is the one and only Buster Rhymes, man, and his single "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See." That fucking song and is at 35 on my list man put your hands where my eyes can see i remember when this video came out i was what three four years old something like that came out like 98 99 it's like after big had passed so about 98 99 and i remember I remember um, watching this video when I was like four or five years old. It being extremely terrified of this fucking video. I was very fucking ter- terrified of this fucking video. I'm four or five years. I'm like four or five years old. Don't don't stop that shit. But seeing a video like this that was just so wildly over the top, it was like. A little bit coming to America, and then it was like, you know what I'm saying? Now I get older and I can watch the video, and I'm like, oh shit, it was genius. At that time, at four or five years old, the colors popped off and all that shit. Then the dance sequence at the end, it was like, okay, this is a little bit too much. Um, (laughs) a little bit too much for my four or five year old brain to handle. Um, but man, all in all, man, this song is iconic it is literally the most legendary song ever man the video puts it to another stratosphere and um bus is one of the greatest lyricists even though people don't give him that he is one of the greatest lyricists to ever fucking do it and you know i think that when it's all said and done we're gonna look back on his career and be like damn Bus was just that that dude, man. You know what I'm saying? He's had resurgence resurgence throughout the years. I mean, nothing bigger than 2011 when he did the Look At Me Now joint with Chris Brown and Wayne. But put your hands in my eyes to see was was that was Bus. That was Buster Rhymes, one of the greatest to ever do it, man. And like I said, man, four year old me could could imagine, you know, talking about that song, video, that creation, that way, I, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know, what, <laughs> I don't know if I would have been able to talk about it like that, but thank God I'm 29, 30 years old now, so I can respect the uh, the greatness of that song, more importantly that video, man, but Put Your Hands on My Eyes can see it's one of those songs that definitely gets the highest respect on this list, man. Coming in at number 34, speaking of Brooklyn. One of the greatest ever do it, man. And that's Biggie. Now, to a lot of people, they might not think that this is that song. Or, you know what I'm saying? But for me, man, this is one of my favorite Biggie songs of all time. Now, I will say this. Biggie will be back on this list. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Biggie will be back on this list. Now, where? We shall see. But this song right here, man, is one of my favorite Biggie songs of all time, and that is Sky's the Limit featuring 112. 
I love this song. I think the beat's amazing. I think the instrumental's amazing. I think 112 singing on it is incredible. But Biggie's verse on this, it kind of does feel like like one of his last songs. You know what I'm saying? Like this was off of, you know, Life After Death. So it does. And then you watch the movie that they did, Notorious, and this song comes on. He's in the studio smiling. He's listening to the song. He's like, wow, like, yo, I did it. Like this is this is crazy. It feels like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can hear him growing up. You can hear him coming into the mindset of, like, I'm about to be an like, I am an adult now, like, I am, you, we forget, like, Biggie passed at, like, what, 24, 25, so, it's like, bruh, like, he didn't even get a chance to really become the Biggie he could have been, so, to hear a song like this is one of those songs that I definitely, you know, I, 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 when I remember when I heard it when I was a kid, then watching the music video when I was a kid, and then just like, damn, like, yo, like, Skies of Living is one of them songs that I generally love and respect too much over, you know, over the times that I've been, and this song has actually helped me out a lot in my life, to be honest with you guys, like, this song is one of my favorite songs because it helped me through some things at that time, so definitely, man, you know, one of my favorite songs and, you know, one of the greatest songs that you know has ever done, Biggie's ever done. So definitely coming in number thirty-three is a group from the Midwest. Excuse me, Ohio to be exact, and that is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now a lot of people probably be like, okay, Bone Thugs and Harmony. This must be Crossroads, right? I love Crossroads. That's not my favorite Bone Thugs and Harmony song. I know this is one of those. Now I got to put a disclaimer on here. This is where I put my favorite song on here from the group. And that is Thuggish, Ruggish, Bone, man. That instrumental, that the, the way they were rapping on that bitch, it felt like Harmony. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like Bone Thugs and Harmony. It felt like the way they were all, you know, contributing on this song was iconic, man. Like, that shit hard, bro. Like I, I, I tried. I tried to give, you know, you know, consideration. You know, all the songs. I also have uh, for the love of money, which is another song I love to devil. Easy E on that bitch, and Easy, you know, did his thing on that. But Thuggish Ruggish Bone to me is just so dope. The beat, the way they rapped on it, man. It was just one of them songs that I remember when I was a kid, heard it, and it was just like, yo, that shit is fire. And I know I'm a grown man. It's just like that shit still fucking fire, man. So yeah, um, coming in at number thirty-two, another group this time in the South, and that is Outkast. Now Outkast got a lot of great songs, a lot of legendary songs, a lot of songs I fuck with heavy. Coming off the first project, featuring. Goody Mob. Get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high, player. You need to get... 
Man, that shit hard, nigga. Then the Dungeon family producing that bitch. Chilo Green killing it, man. That whole song is legendary, bro. I cannot knock that song. It's a fucking iconic thing. And, of course, like I said, that classic, the classic, classic Southern Player Listen Cadillac Music, the debut project from Outkast is still one of the greatest debut albums of all time. This song just solidified it, man. Now, they had a lot of classes on that motherfucker. I could have literally put the title track. I could have literally picked Player's Ball. I could have picked a lot of songs off that motherfucking project. But get up, get out, and get something. It's probably one of my favorite songs. The beat, the instrumental, the way all of them played off of the song, man. Get up, get out. What he said, get up and get out. So what said, you dickheads? <laughs> Big Boy was on one on that song. I'm like, God damn, nigga, really? Everybody, man, lyrically was just on a different fucking level, man. Uh, it scores teaming up with one. It's crazy to think Outkast and Goody Mob came from the same fucking time period era family like they were all under the you know the, the, the dungeon family's you know tree and just the fact that all them niggas are legends icons greats in the game man is iconic so of course CeeLo Green has went on and done amazing things music you know as a musician man but yeah, man, Get Up, Get Out is, is definitely one of those songs, man, on this list. And I had to put it at 32. And like I said, Outkast got a lot of favorite songs by Outkast. So you would not be surprised. Don't be surprised if you hear Outkast again on this list. I'm going to tell you right now. And closing out tonight, man, closing out this era, this round of lists. Coming in at number 31. Going back to the Midwest this time. I'm going to stop off in Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, to be exact. And that is, at number 31, I used to love her. Common. Now, Common is one of the greats. I cannot knock it. But I used to love her. Probably is one of the best dedication songs to hip-hop I've ever heard in my life. Um, the way he he eloquently put how much... And he never really said it was hip-hop until the end. But if you know this song, you know how great this song is. You know what I'm saying? Like, how iconic this song is. I used to love it. It's one of those songs that you remember. And of course... You know, uh, the movie Brown Sugar talked about it a lot, but this is the song that, you know, if you're a fan of hip-hop, you rem- you know this song. You know why this song is so highly respected. And, you know, Common has come a long way from being common sense. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, you know, he's become an actor and Oscar Award winner for music, you know, won an Oscar for, you know, Glory. But, you know, this is the song that I think, this is really the song that kind of really launched him into another stratosphere, man, as a musician. And I used to love it. It's probably one of the best, like I said, storytelling songs in hip-hop history. I think a lot of people don't really remember it or really think about it or talk about it like it used, like it should be. But I remember when I heard it, man, I immediately loved it. I remember watching the movie Brown Sugar and then listening to it as I got older and being like, nah, this shit is actually 
respectable. It's so great that Ice Cube beefed with this nigga over the song. Like, <laughs> like Ice Cube and him actually was beefing because of this song. Cause he, but he said, um, now black music is black music. It's all good. I wasn't salty. She was with the boys in the hood. Pretty much talking about, uh, you know, hip hop going to the West Coast, becoming a gangster music thing. And he was kind of just explaining how he now looks at it. But, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of, and again, like, I used to love it was kind of more so like a girl, but he was explaining it. The girl was hip-hop, and he's explaining it in a way where we all have had that. You know, we had a crush on somebody. We go through all these different phases, and then it's just like, well, this is different. <laughs> like, like, she changed up on me on this shit. What the fuck was that? So it just, it was, that is why I think I love it so much, because it's a storytelling song, even though you know what the story's about. But if you would just let your mind go free and just listen to the song, you'd be like, wow, this is really, this is really dope. So Commons, I Used to Love It, comes in at number 31, and that ends the list tonight at 31. So getting back into it, man, coming in at number 31 was Common, I Used to Love It. Coming in at number 32 is Get Up, Get Out, Outcast. 33, Thuggish, Ruggish, Bone, Bone, Thugs, and Harmony. 34, Sky's the Limit, Biggie Smalls. 35, put your hands where my eyes can see. Uh, Busta Rhymes. 36, Block is Hot, Lil Wayne. 37, uh, You All I Need to Get By, Method, Method Man, and Mary J. Blige, featuring Mary J. Blige. 38, The Rain, Super Duper Fly, Missy Elliott. 39, Money Power, Respect, The Locks, and featuring Lil Kim in the late great DMX. And of course, 30, 40 is Scenario, A Tribe Called Quest. Yes, sir. <sighs> Next time, I will be doing 30 to 30 or 21. Yeah, I got had some changes I did on that one today, but we're getting closer, man. We're getting closer and closer. And then I will, and I will tell you this. Now, uh, my 28th through my 28th episode. So what I'm going to do is a two-parter. So I'm going to do one episode, and then I'm going to do the next one, of course. Um, I might do, you know, 20 through one one night, just one big night. I just do every song that I have on this list left. Um, I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, so 30 through 21 is the next list up, and this one is going to be a little bit heavy here. So I'm getting y'all prepared. But until then, man, I am brand new. Hope you guys enjoy this, man. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Till next time. Peace. Go listen. Go listen to the music. Go listen to those songs. Go listen to those artists. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>